0: Hi and welcome to Beats Rands Life Pod. Um, We are back after a very, very long hiatus. A a lengthy absence. You know, life shit, COVID shit. Lockdown. Shit. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, we're back in the studio. Um, Happy to be back, of course. Um, Obviously, usual faces. Myself, the one and only Riz. It's me,
1: Ash. And unfortunately, there's no Shakira. She's um, locked down.
0: Yeah, she's she's self-isolating. Yeah, unfortunately. So we're out here carrying the flag today. Of course, as we do. But we have a lovely guest with us. Would you like to introduce yourself?
2: Yeah. Um, hello, I am Melissa D, a music blogger, music reviewer, music lover.
0: Welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, before we get into anything, obviously, just tell us a little bit about, obviously, yourself and what you do, your blog, where the people can find you at.
2: You know, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at thatmelisd, that's D-E-E. I do music reviewing videos and I also write um, mainly about R&B because I'm literally in love with R&B and your Soul and Soul. Um, But I champion UK R&B first and foremost.
0: So we can have a good conversation. We can have a great conversation. But yeah, um, obviously, how's you guys' weeks been? Long. Long.
1: As long as long could be. Oh well, you guys
0: are working from home, right?
1: A bit of boy if I'm still in the office a few days a week.
0: Yeah, I'll start
1: I start yeah. I joined
0: the gang on Monday. Yeah. So
1: I I got a two year old at home, man. There's only so much work I can do from home, so
0: That's fair. Yeah. I I'll be in that in, in the in the bando. <laughs> <laughs> Don't judge me man. I'm just out here trying to make ends meet. But yeah, it's it's like I said, it's been a while since we've been able to kinda of record. But yeah, there's been a lot of stuff going on, obviously, in the world and in the music world in, in particular. A hell of um, a lot. W- where would you like to, to kick things off? Well, do you know what? I'm going to avoid some of the
1: obvious stuff that's going on at the moment at first because it's just funny, is it? Um, but something that I found really funny that I thought would be good to talk about first was Stormzy and Chip. Oh, um, if we can
0: cast our minds back to such a time. It wasn't that long ago. It's just because he's been ignored. <laughs> 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 That's what I wanted to talk about it. Um, your thoughts?
1: Um, so there's obviously rumours floating around about how it all started and whatnot. I'm not going to comment on those rumours. But if somebody turns up at your house...
0: All bets are off.
1: Yeah, for one. And two, you then hold on to that footage and wait to drop it months later... To then drop two diss tracks and tell us you're coming with a mixtape. Now, here's the thing: realistically, we all like beef, innit? Like music beef. We we want to see artists clash, beef each other, etc. etc. Especially grammys. Yeah, like, and we know Chip will spin 99.9 percent of them as well. Mm-hmm. Like, I think there's a few people like Chip and Gets, etc. That you shouldn't really don't clash. poke that beast. Like, you don't want to do that. So. From that sense, it's like, okay, yeah, cool. Like, we're getting another beef. We get to hear some more disses. But at the same time, the way the situation went down, just from what's been given to us, not the rumoured stuff, it's kind of like, but why? Like, you, you needed this to make the mixtape to like put yourself out there again. I feel like he, he Chip shouldn't need to clash someone
0: to make or himself put a dish relevant. out to
1: make himself relevant. Because I feel like he's at that point that I think he recovered enough from the Bugsy thing and the tiny and the young and all of that happening to be like okay if he drops something
0: we're probably going to check for it for the most part well that's the thing for me in terms of obviously if you look at the actual beef we always know that Chip is going to bring a certain energy in regards to when he does get into that mode yeah. and you see him pull up at the show um, for me I'd heard the this songs like months before they came out.
1: Yeah, I heard they'd been floating for a while. They'd
0: been floating. So Mm. for me, it wasn't a surprise, but it was just in regards to, like you said, I think Chip's a credible enough artist that he doesn't need to rely on that as a rollout. And especially in the space that we are, in regards to how popping the UK rap, whatever you want to call it, scene is, Mm. let your music ultimately be...
1: Yeah, like I think I'm not mad at that. At this is a roller like, in general, in terms of if you're gonna be someone, then you're gonna put music at the back of it, whatever. But like you've already done this, like you've done it to death. Death. It? Yeah. So it's like if you actually have a full like real reason kind of thing, and it's like okay, this has just happened. I'm putting it out there because he's never said he's the road guy. He's never said he's the guy. But that, that's also like, one of the things like, like, to me
0: that that is a bit like obviously. My allegiance is towards... In terms of preference for whose music I check for. Like, I'm always going to support Chip music. Yeah, there. all day long. But there's also an element of... You can't always rely on that out of... Ah, oh, I'm not a bad boy. Because not everyone plays by the same rules, in it? And it's, it's... In a sense, it's easy to go and... Like I said, bark up certain trees... When you know that... One, they can't rap with you. Two... They probably can't get it in the other way as well. So, a lot of the time, I do feel it's like... And that's not to necessarily say that, obviously, he isn't or hasn't done stuff that people should respect musically because before all of these guys, Chip was flying the flag. Obviously, he went out to America. It didn't necessarily work out Mm, the way that he expected.
1: People always make the Chris Brown joke and all of that. But
0: in terms of, obviously... Relevancy. He had the mixtape with the D-Block UK and Skepta. What's his name again? Is it Young Ads? Young Ads. Yeah. yeah, and people, like, it wasn't for me.
1: I'll be honest with you. I could have done with that just being a Skepta and Chip album. Okay. And Young Ads didn't he didn't bring nothing to it. Are you a Young Ads fan?
2: Not really. I don't really listen to D-Block Europe. Mm.
1: Me either. Cool. That makes three of us. But, <laughs> like, no, because, you know, the music wasn't actually bad, but it's just when you're looking at the content that was provided on the album it didn't make sense for have, young Ads to be yeah. on so many tracks mm-hmm. like you've got chip doing what he's doing which and chip was,
0: and Skepta complement each other very yeah well.
1: very well like some people might not like Skepta. like i'm not necessarily a huge Skepta fan but can you spit yes yes and he has a presence on the song so i can't you know i'm not really going to say too much about him and then when young ads come in like, oh, they're
0: taking the energy out of it for me yeah.
1: anyway i'm digressing
0: like, we were saying, with Chip. Yeah, he doesn't... Like, for me, he should rely on the music rather than the theatrics.
1: I agree. Because you sp- put out two disses in basically one day, wasn't it? And then was like, there's more to come and hurry up and rest. There's no mixtape, though. It's he didn't say nothing. And then we got a third song, which wasn't a diss track. That was just a single. And it's been cricket since. And there's still been no mixtape. Yeah. So the rollout didn't work. No, it didn't work. And I really, after the Wiley and Stormzy thing, I really, really wanted to see somebody that's coherent spar with Stormzy. Because if it was Wiley, like maybe. Four years ago. Four or five years ago. Then it would have been an absolute body bag. This Wiley? No. They, they, were, they were entertaining and I liked them and I still preferred them just because I prefer Wiley as an MC to Stormzy. But I really wanted to see somebody proper go at it with him and someone that wasn't just going to be laughed at, which Wiley was to an extent.
0: Again, for me, I'm not sure about you, but was you expecting to hear a Stormzy response?
2: I was. I didn't see why he wouldn't. So I, like everybody else, was kind of weighing, like, cool, what Stormzy's going to say? What Stormzy's going to say? And then you just see him. He didn't even say nothing. He's been going about his business. Facts. But to yeah. me,
0: like again, in it, I don't feel like I said as much as Chip shouldn't necessarily need to rely on that. I also don't think Stormzy can get away with positioning himself at the top without engaging.
2: Like you can't I pick agree. and
0: choose for me, and then say you're the guy because you wasn't really the guy mm-hmm. in terms of how he ended up in that spot was kind of by default anyway because. The Gram scene kind of moved out of London, and you had people like Jamar, Manga, still doing their thing, Mm. DEE still doing their thing, and no one was really focusing on the what we would call staple. London grime MCs. No, and, then the people... and they was doing other types of alternative stuff yeah, and it's like as all as of a sudden so. Stormzy just emerged from the smoke and the flames and was like, <laughs> like he's the eagle. guy <laughs> and then he was like yeah mobile like would come out of a <laughs> country yeah, yeah. Like, no disrespect to like him or his grand or his hustle or whatever but I don't remember it being like a situation where Stormzy had actually musically put himself at the top of the tree, but he just found himself there. Because he's not better than a lot of guys that do what he's claimed to be the king of. No. For me. I think he's a versatile artist and like yeah, you do all these different sounds
1: and stuff and like it's do you know what? it's gonna sound so prickish, but it's like good
0: for you, is not it? Yeah. <laughs> like, like you made your money and I'm happy like, for you, but you, it's just like I don't necessarily you, like it's good to see like a young black guy from obviously the ends come and like make yeah absolutely moves from that perspective
1: like more power to you innit? it like keep doing well, but in terms of like this arena that we're talking about, you haven't proved yourself Mm-mm. and therefore you can't claim anything Mm-mm. as far as I'm concerned.
0: Yeah, like, but yeah, it w- w- we're, we'll see how things. Uh, Duff is you know going to be no development. <laughs> it's, done. it's
2: actually over. We've moved
0: on. <laughs> I on. don't know, man. Like, obviously, it's been radio Chip, silence. Chip's got a, a whole mixtape, a whole project coming out, and I, I doubt. Obviously, certain other little bits and pieces have been spoken about as to why Stormzy broke up with Maya Jamal, but we're not going to get into it. I already that. said I wasn't going to adjust the room and stuff. Yeah. I ain't going to be that guy. Cool. So, moving on. We might as well keep it on beef. Obviously, this week there's been. Um, how you Call it verbal jousting. <laughs> verbal jousting,
1: I like. That. Yeah, um,
0: good. Nole and and Trillery. Obviously, we have a female with us. How do you feel about two, how you say, women of color, going at each other, especially in a in a in a in a time where, obviously, I suppose,
2: black lives are supposed to matter. I mean, uh, black lives do matter. Of course, I'm a spectator in this. Because this ain't even my scene. So I've just been watching what from everybody else outside. is. Yeah, I've been watching from the outside. So yeah, I don't really have... Not much of an opinion on this one, unfortunately.
0: For me, all right, although you're a spectator, yeah. how do you feel about two women basically tearing each other down as it pertains to what they would say European beauty standards?
2: What were they talking about? Were they talking about each other's looks and like... Yeah, so we talking
1: about you Noli's know, like big nose. Big nose. Oh, like that. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It was a bit I don't know. They
1: called each other bitch a lot as well. I mean, I mean that's, that's part of the yeah.
2: why because you think are you No,
1: but it's like, there's other words that you can say than bitch, isn't it? Like if you're you're dissing each other, it's like so like obviously Nola is much better than Trillery, and Trillery apparently doesn't rat her rams, which we seem to have proof of because when her diss was uploaded the metadata. To spotify. it had pac-man's credits on it mm-hmm. and he was like no it's just the default when i upload music blah 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 but that's not necessarily how it works because you see bare stuff on spotify with zero metadata on there mm-hmm. but yours happens to be on well
0: similar. he's obviously said in a private dm to Nole, like obviously like can you delete the tweet? Yeah, you're, you're you're fucking business. up the base for you. Bro. Yeah, so that. I don't know. Like, obviously, either way, some janky behaviors going on somewhere along the line. But in terms mm-hmm. of, for me, you know how I feel about female MCs in general in regards to certain topics. <laughs> please elaborate. <laughs> yeah,
2: please elaborate. I'm
0: right, going to put this in the most peaceful
1: <laughs> okay. way possible. Usually when just... he does that, it ends up sounding worse.
2: Oh, okay, okay.
0: Like, I appreciate women in hip hop but not when they're doing this
2: wait doing what dissing each other for each other's looks no
0: not just dissing each other in general like in terms of like you see like how men that will like it's normally it's normally stems from a well in the hood for me I don't know about you guys but in the hood beef normally stems from one of three things money girl or there's been a violent altercation And none of that has occurred here. So for me, I don't understand why it needs to become disrespectful in regards to... If you're just trying to display lyrical ability, then it can be that without all of the extras and all of the big nose and big Mm. lips. Because for me, that's not really... It's not celebratory, innit, in terms of, as women, innit, in terms of, like, it's not something that I want to, like, take in, it's not a message uh, that I, for- that I, was my piece. Can I, can I, can I stop you for a second? <laughs> that was my, <laughs> <laughs> so. It's been a minute, you, they might have forgot, Ash, they yeah, might so have you, forgot. So
1: you, in this scenario, you don't necessarily appreciate Trillery calling Noli a big-nosed bitch.
0: And I don't but, appreciate but, no ladies call, calling Trillery a big lip bitch.
1: Yeah, even though we never see her lips anyway. Because that stupid mask. No, nah, we
0: see her lips. But, I've seen her lips. Some nice
1: lips. Anyway, you're Just talking say. about that in specifics to women, where if somebody in a diss track called another guy a big nose prick, would that bother you or not? I feel like... I know what you're trying to get at. You know the point like that, that I'm
0: trying is. to make here, but I'm treading around it carefully.
2: Is it that context that I mean? You mentioned it in the first question, you asked me about the eurocentric features, and that's what they're digging I'm each gonna, other out. I'm on. Gonna, that?
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna piggyback off whatever you say just to get myself. <laughs>
2: out. Because I none of that. I want answers. So is it because they are women that you feel like looks are off the table? They can't come for each other's looks.
0: Yeah, let's just say that.
2: Or in any general sense, man or woman, they can speak about well, big, how looks, often, big lips. Big lips, like of
0: this. obviously, you lot's King Nas thought it was cool to talk about Jay Z's big lips, but like to me, I don't really rate that either.
2: So it's in general, it's not just specific. Yeah, to like women.
0: why does someone's look affect their ability to like? produce music and I'm saying that because I'm trying to tread carefully out of this corner <laughs> and actually looking at you dead in the eyes like nigga you ain't slick I'm, I'm trying to be snicker than a can of oil right now but yeah nah to me it's just like for instance the whole um, playground stuff for me like, mm. I res- like if two MCs are going to go back and forth it can be done in a way more articulate and witty way for me in general Irrespective of them being male or female, first and foremost. Uh-huh. Secondly, I just don't like seeing two black queens trying to tear each other down. To me, it's just not progressive. Nice and that's save. Where but,
1: we're going to leave. Nice save. <laughs> I see you where you went with that. Uh, I've got one more question for the witness here. Go ahead. So, Gucci talking about burying Jeezy's partner in the dirt.
0: That's, like again, for me. Can we get to that later? Or we're right. we just going to move on, because I don't really have anything else to say on the Trillery knowledge. So, topic. in
2: conclusion, for you women in rap, if they are beefing, they shouldn't. They should have hit below the belt. You're saying to say lyrical. The basically.
0: parameters should be a bit different for me. Why? Again, like I said, I feel. Again, a lot of male rappers are not going to be judged on their image the same way that a female is. In terms of, we look at the generic. I mean, look at Biggie, like. No, I but in his terms of a female, a that, female, sort of. like for instance, even Nole herself, yeah, I don't know whether or not people are going to attribute her struggles industry wise. I'm, I'm going to automatically attribute that to her image. Mm-hmm. She seems like a very vivacious personality that may ruffle feathers because she doesn't toe the line. But I'm sure there's people that would say, and I didn't say this again, but her image is a part of why she isn't as far. As her I'm musical say,
1: ability, and it's nothing, and it's nothing to do with, like, I don't think it's like my opinion or your opinion that she looks a certain way, and etc. 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 It's just facts. Like when it comes to women in music, more often than not, sex sells, regardless of the music that they're making or not. Unfortunately, it's just the fact of the
0: situation. Like I feel like, and I'm sure Nole is like somewhat aware. I think she's
1: she's, I think aware. she's she's aware and I think she doesn't care at this point because she's trying she's, to she's respected up. as a little, like MC. as an MC. So you know she's gonna spin someone. And off the back of this, she's apparently signed some big deal, so she's like, Cool, like I'm done now, innit? Like I got whatever I needed out of it. Um but I feel like this came up ages ago on the pod with Mahalia.
0: Yeah. And they were like,
1: well, she's not further when, where she than she is now because she's not necessarily the
0: like typical. sexy
1: or the typical mm-hmm. um type of girl that they want to see making that kind of music. Which I feel like there's an element of that to it with her. But she's sick.
2: And it's I feel like she's gone. still
1: she's just gone on a slower path maybe than she would have. Mm-hmm. That's all. But I think it's there and I just think it's one of those things that's like like an unconscious bias, I think naturally like as a guy you can just look like whatever in it don't matter
0: yeah people don't necessarily look at at guys and think oh yeah like it helps if you're good on the eye in it in terms of bringing in the female audience but women kind of unfortunately Mm -hmm. that's what they nine times out of ten when the label's looking at you they're thinking can we sell sex with you in it which is unfortunate but that's the industry in it
2: so to conclude you're saying that because <laughs> of the powers that be that are preventing women from going as far as they should be in rap, mm-hmm. they those same women should not use that to, to tear each other down. Tear each other down. Yep. Yeah.
0: Ash, Come. can I get a high five, please?
1: You <laughs> get a high five for the save. A blue <laughs> <face to> save. <laughs> that
2: black <laughs> yeah, queen save. Leave. You, that, tried. That, that you that was tried. a save. I'm going to give
0: you that. I'll, I'll let you have that. That was a save. Um, um we'll keep it London. Obviously, it's turning into a bit of love and hip-hop
1: um yeah
0: uh, that is. i don't even want to talk about that though. let's move on
1: yeah. i will say what it is and then keep it moving the whole heady and Teon on thing and all of that yeah we know there's bear beef it's been going on for however long tottenham edmonton etc 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 nobody cares i don't really want to see you lot fighting on a plane because that's dumb anyway because you're just going to get shifted and yeah whatever like i feel like there was someone on twitter that said it that just cracked me up it was that we don't care about any of this the first one to release a freestyle and drop some plane fighting lyrics and it wins So, (laughs) like make some fun out of it it? i want to hear something witty. like like for
0: me though in terms of obviously the serious actual outcomes that actually happen in the streets are sad like i think it's 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 important for them to remember that they are now, whether or not they want to accept it, role models. Thanks. Yeah. So, yeah, agree. That in itself, you not being able to have the presence of mind to understand I'm about to embark on a seven hour flight back to London after having, like, you lot are afforded, like, opportunities now, especially with the music thing, that, people have not fought long and hard for because, like I said, your talent is your talent and your talent will take you wherever you need to be. Mm. But in terms of, just look at the overall year and how things have panned out. You lot are in Dubai having the time of your life and then to come back on a plane and then get caught up in some... Like, as much as obviously there's certain violations that you shouldn't or you feel that you can't let slide, Mm. there's a time and a place, in it? And I feel with the younger generation, they don't understand that. And it's a bad message to send because it's like, there's women, there's kids, there's families on that plane in it. And if you don't have the like, mental fortitude to kind of assess the overall like, situation and take yourself and your emotions out of it for just two seconds, like I fear for what will happen when you're in like a life and death situation. Because for me, that's not a life and death situation. No. Like, you lot could have sat on the plane, pretended like you never saw each other, landed at the airport, gone your separate ways, and then made funny tweets about it, just the same way you did after. Anyway, yeah. So, to me, like, you could have just said, oh, them man ain't on nothing, they saw a man at the airport and they weren't on shit. Like, rather than doing up the theatrics, because realistically, you don't want to fight on a plane in Dubai. Like, I went <sighs> Dubai five years ago, the nigga was in jail until probably last summer because he decided to bump a taxi rank in terms of you got a queue for a taxi after a rave. Yeah. He wanted to jump the queue. That nigga got take, took yeah. straight to jail. I will huh? play no games in Dubai, bruv. So, jump in the queue. See, like you would wait for a taxi. Yeah. He decided he was too. I don't know what. He was like inebriated you <laughs> know what's so funny
1: I actually knew you were going to say inebriated I was going to say it and I thought no let me wait and see if so he was like
0: no fuck this when I sat in the cab the cab driver basically said to him I'm not driving anywhere words were exchanged and then they carted him off in the police car hey, right? so yeah like out of there it's not although they're relaxing a lot of their Sharia laws and stuff, it's not somewhere that you want to get caught stranded because no, the UK, not. like, the... the home They've office, no server, power. Zero power. <laughs> so, to me, it's not worth... Especially when you've got so much on the line. It's not like you lot are just sending jabs across fucking North London anymore. You lot got, like, deals, endorsements, all of those things on the table, innit? And it's like... You look at the way that the world stopped in terms of music and touring... You lot haven't seen half of the cake that you can make. Mm-hmm. Nope. So why would you want to ruin that for like a half-handed throw of water bottle and right hand that didn't land? But hey, that's just me. Point made. Yeah.
1: I feel like we spent longer than that, than we were going. To, but yeah. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: This is, you know... <laughs> <laughs> this is the problem with everything at the moment, is that it was like gossip and beef and stuff. Like, like this week's music releases to me were just mad depressing. Like, if I run you through five names, like, does this sound like a good week of music to you? Yeah. Megan Thee Stallion, Rich The Kid and Young Boy NBA, St. John, Meek and
0: French. I mean... Some of it, you might think, ah, oh, there's going to be some bangers in there. I, I personally... Like, I don't know about you guys, but during Mm -hmm. lockdown, I've struggled to take in new music. I'm not sure what it is about this whole COVID situation, but I just haven't been able to, like, look forward to projects. So it's like, I will hear them when I hear them. And it's like... I've been the opposite. No, I haven't read. Especially with the
1: whole cycling thing. Like... Give me all the new music. I will happily be out of my house for an hour
0: or two cycling around listening to music. I guess it's different for me now because obviously I'm in the car all day and I'm not actually getting to listen to what I would like to listen to. It's just magic soul all day. Um, <laughs> or I'll have a podcast in my ear. Yeah, but no one's actually like, I woke up on a Friday morning and I think, yeah, I need to listen to this.
2: Really? I think I there just, was one week where there was like a whole load of R&B releases, like Snow, Summer. And I'm Summer. Guy. That, was, that was a good week. I woke up happy that day. <laughs>
0: I was like, this week, I thought the first thing I was going to check out was the um, St. John album. And that was absolutely <laughs> trash. Yikes. Not 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 in a bad way, but obviously you've heard the whole, he's got the stimulus, but the, the Rockefeller stimulus package. So they've been like obviously promoting this album for quite some time. They've been pushing them for like two years. Yeah. Because Biggs manages them. So. Yeah. so I was I wasn't sure what to expect, but when I like it was a bit too alternative for me in terms of like you know the weekend has that really fine line between I wanna go slip my wrists and like get me a drink, let's turn yeah. the fuck up. I yeah. didn't know where which side of the fence <laughs> this was and it was like First thing in the morning, this is not how I want to start my day. Although there was one song on there that I would recommend people... Ransom. Yeah, Ransom with Slack.
1: That was the only track on the album I Or And liked. Kalani. Yeah. Even gave... I'm not going to say it even gave the time of day, because I listened to all of it, but I was just like, this is shit, bro.
0: Yeah, no, yeah, it's called Ransom. What about you? What have you listened to? I was
2: going to say, do you not just go straight into albums, or do you kind of... <clears throat> Go random. Do you go top you know to bottom it? or do you just press shuffle and say, all right, cool? No,
1: no, no. Top to bottom. I I listen to an album for the way it was sequenced. Sequencing and is yeah, important. Like, I'll facts. listen. What I generally do is I'll listen to an album. I'll pick out what catches me immediately. So I'll like them and have them to listen to separate. And then when I have more time, I'll run the album again and then be like, okay, no. Like, I definitely only like these tracks. And when I'm at that point, I just take those tracks and move on. Like, if it's something I like on a first listen, then I'll just spin the whole thing like constantly.
2: Mm-hmm. Just rinse it out. But I mean, what have I been listening to? You've got Bella, her new EP. Um, Goldlink dropped a single and it's not really sounding very Goldlinky. Um Called
1: it the fucking best rapper in the world. Uh, what? And he's got a vocal effect on it as well, so you can't even hear him rapping properly that's properly
2: zero clarity you know with golden you're used to that clarity he bounces off the beat that's not with this one he's um, not even a
1: rapper rapper anyway he's a melody rapper, melody yeah. which works for him it sounds sick more often than not oh, but, got time for but don't call yourself the best fucking rapper in the world <laughs> ever in this life
2: that's large but yeah that's what i've been vibing to and Scribs, he dropped his project um, I tried Meg The Stallions. It, it's not hitting. It's not doing it for me at the moment, so... It's 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 not the right temperature. It's not. No, it's not. I mean, she started off hot, shots fired, started off great. You're thinking, yeah, this is good. And then you keep going, you're like, ah, I can't. It's noise. It just turns into noise.
0: I mean, obviously, Meg doesn't necessarily make music for me, personally. Definitely not. But I'm not adverse to music that makes... Things move. Was there much of that?
2: <laughs> yeah, there's one, was it? Body. But it's just...
1: Body, adi adi, 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 That's what the chorus sounds like.
2: I'm getting super bass vibes. Like, just useless noise. I mean, hopefully, that like, when outside is open and, and we get,
0: like... More we get than, to experience that no, music, More than yeah. four hours of daylight. Um, <laughs> maybe I can appreciate some of what Megan has to offer at her. At a barbecue or some description?
2: No? A barbecue? You don't play this at a barbecue. No? No. Not,
0: uh, not picnic? here? Picnic?
2: <laughs> no, nah, not here. Not a picnic, no. Nah. Oh. I don't think it's for us. Maybe in Atlanta. <laughs> yeah. Houston? Yeah. Okay. I've
0: got you. I've definitely got you. I've definitely <laughs> got you.
2: Um, yeah,
0: what else have been... I've obviously... I took in the um, PA... How do you pronounce that? I P. don't P. actually P. know. PA Salou? Salou? Yeah, Sally,
2: probably. Yeah, um, yeah.
0: Jay Huss Mark Two, very Jay Huss. Um, it's unfortunate because I think is, actually <laughs> I like the his. The
1: I like his energy. Yeah. Like, I, I, I didn't finish listening to the album because, like I said to you earlier, I like his energy, but I don't think I could listen to a whole album with him. But his like his style. As much as I make the jokes about Jay Huss Mark Two and stuff it's similar but it's also very different at the same time very versatile and yeah it is very versatile and he has a lot of presence um, and that's something I rate like what was the first track that he popped to Frontline Frontline, like that was catchy <laughs> as fuck mm-hmm. and I was like alright cool we might be on something and then the, I think the second single I liked and then that My Family track that dropped recently I'm kind of on the fence with but like I get it
0: yeah. I expected him to dip more into the hardcore drill vibe like in terms of I'm not mad at someone deviating, in terms of he clearly has an idea of where he wants to go artistically and I'm mm. here for it because every week there's a new drill artist and it's like refreshing to hear someone that can do that but opts not to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um yeah, like I'm not mad at it. Obviously I'll give it another spin in the next couple couple of days, see whether or not how I feel but it's not a bad effort in terms of a first full length project I'm not mad at it
1: mm. um, R&B was um, Kaleem Taylor dropped a very very
0: good project obviously I can't top, like obviously top, top it's top mad for me here because I messaged him and it was like obviously he said it, like basically he was like the saying that obviously it's going to be like a particular type of vibe yeah. and where I was at mentally at that time I couldn't take it in Like it was just too much <laughs> it was way too much so it's like the first day I listened to it, I was going through the works and it was like I'm going to have to come back to this but then a couple of weeks later obviously it's been out for what best part of a month now mm-hmm. very very solid body of work and shouts to him on selling out his headline show at the Jazz Cafe which is due to take place in January I believe yeah hopefully everything's
1: back out open Mm -hmm. properly then but we'll see but no I want to shout him out on that because like I think UK R&B I think we have a lot of good artists and stuff and I think we have people that not that they stray because I think UK R&B does have its own identity as much as people say otherwise but I think there's like I want to say this in like not in a PC way but I don't want to be rude either. I feel like there's a propensity propensity to do two different things with UK R&B. One, sound American, which some artists do, and some of them, it's their bag, and they still sound sick, and their sound will suit them more in America, and I think some of them will blow in America. Uh, And two, I think there's this thing of like, trying to make that sound between like R&B ballads and like Adele type ballads, which don't really fit for me. I feel like if you're gonna do R&B, like do it, and like you can have one or two of them. But I feel like sometimes people just like go to this certain style or this certain sound, and it just doesn't hit for me. So hearing this project was refreshing for me because I didn't expect that type of production at all. Mm-mm. Like heard his stuff before, seen him before live before. I was like, you know, he's sick. He can really sick. Do I like everything he's put out? No, yeah. but. I'm going to check it. Check for your stuff when it drops. Mm. And I heard this and I was like, okay. Like, I was yeah, in from attention. the very
0: beginning. Yeah, the, first, right, the first track dropped and it was like, all right, cool. I know what I'm going to... I've signed up for something that I'm not ready for today. But no, <laughs> like, in terms of me, in, like, for instance, what you were saying about the whole R&B thing, I feel because the general trend of music has become so... Bass, bass-orientated mm. and deep deep, heavy, deep drums. It's like, there's not really a a space for traditional R&B to flourish as much in terms of, we've got a bunch of talented R&B acts and it's just like, we just need, like, I would love to do like, you see like Lyricist Lounge back in the day where you just get a bunch of them in the studio and they just have like a mad jam session. Yeah. And whatever comes, comes and it's like, just to kind of encapsulate all of those different flavours, because you've got Emma V, you've got Jamelia Barry, you've got Lilo a bunch, Gold, of bunch of artists. And it's Morgan, like, they, Monroe, they all Carter fuck Williams, with each other as cetera, well. They, like, they all fuck with each other. A
1: lot of them have worked with each other. Yeah. Whether they've been writing, producing together, singing together, whatever. Like You can like do Six Degrees of Separation in that kind of UK R&B slash Neo Soul scene. And they've all had some kind of connection at one point
0: or another. Yeah, and it's like I would like to see how I said it. I said I said it to you a little while ago. I'd like to see how that comes out, but obviously labels and technicalities probably won't allow for that. But um,
1: yeah. I don't know. I think it's more. I don't think it's necessarily labels because a lot of these guys aren't necessarily even signed, signed. let alone signed to someone big that's going to have mad politics going on. I think it's more like... Everyone wants to carve
0: their own space.
1: Yes, management and time scale. Because you've got somebody like Emma V, who, excuse me, is up for collaborating with everybody and has said it from day one and has followed through on that. She has collaborated with loads of people Mm -hmm. and I'm sure there's a lot more in the pipeline that we still haven't heard. Um... But then you have other people that I, I don't even know of anyone to name, but might want to do their own journey more. Like you're saying, some people want to make their own mark, make their own imprint and stuff. So the whole collaboration thing might not happen as much. But I don't know. I just feel like with the climate, it's kind of tough right now. I feel like if you have the opportunity to make music and it's like you can just knock stuff out, then why not just well, do it and just put it out there?
0: Obviously, we have a, an R&B connoisseur Well, who would you say are your top five acts well I wouldn't say to watch out for next year but that you believe have something special to offer
2: oh my god I mean Kadeem Tyrell Kemi Ade Bella um Amiya Brave if you guys have heard Peng Black Girls by Any, yeah right Amiya Brave done the vocals on that and she's just released a song called Sweet Love and it's her tone, I look out for tone more than anything Mm. and good R&B for me feels warm, it feels loving and it just feels rich and that's the vibes that she gives me. Um, So that's who I'm kind of looking out for, you know, Jerome Thomas, Mm -hmm. those type of guys working with producers like Blue Lab Beats, Rom Dufour, those are on my my list but you know, I get what you guys are saying and you touched on it in that I feel like there's two types of sound when you talk about R&B in the UK. you got the I want to call it kind of commercially, it's got a trap beat in it, and it's not... Like, you listen to it, and you're like, mm, mm, but you don't feel anything. Yeah. You know?
1: That's the thing. I separated them into two, because it's like, I feel like that's generally what people have tried to do over the however many years, but I do believe there's that third space where the Mm artists you're talking about sit in... Sit very comfortable. Like... They're the people that all the people that we've mentioned outside of so Emma V, Lilo Gold, even Kadeem Tyrell. Like, his latest single was sick.
0: Like, like nice. all
1: of these artists I feel like sitting there, um, like who else? Ruby Francis, uh, Morgan Monroe. Like, there's a lot of singers and writers, Etta Bond with Raph Riley. Boom. Like, their chemistry mm-hmm. is just fucking mad. Like, they all sit within that circle of it's like, okay, we all make good music. And you know we make good music, but we maybe just haven't popped as much as we should have
0: mm-hmm.
1: by now. And I do feel like their time is coming for everyone. And obviously people are happy with different levels of success or different things that they might deem as success. But I feel like there is that third space where it's like we have a hell of a like a shitload of good music that's coming out of it and people just aren't... Gravitating it. They're not it. gravitating to it. They're not respecting it. But the thing is, these same people that are making this music will sell out all of their shows yeah. whenever they do have shows.
0: Look at the gig that you went to with Marie Dalstrom. Was it Ooh. you that went?
1: I, I did see Marie Dalstrom, yeah, but I ended up leaving early because that venue was mad. Yeah. Oh, what? <laughs> no, it was a what? mad sweatbox. It was a pub basement and I was, it was oh. in the summer and I was like, yeah, I'm out. I'm standing in here melting. Like, she
0: did what? another show, it. You was meant to go to.
1: Yeah, there was another show but I didn't go to it
0: yeah.
1: after the first experience.
0: Yeah, Ash is at... Um, i'm a so, gig
1: goer like i yeah. like enjoy live music fully have you like, missed that yeah 100 like it's a bit annoying though when you do get some shit venue just in terms of being comfortable so like that gig was one and then there was an mv gig in jazz servant quarters in Dawston, which is like an old style jazz bar but downstairs the heat was mad I'm talking people in there just standing and dripping. Oh, like, oh. like, it's a proper sweatbox. Stuff like that will, like, obviously put me off going to gigs. But in general, yeah, I'll go to as many gigs as possible. Like, when things open back up, I'm hoping to get back out there. But this whole seated table gig thing, I, I don't know how I feel not, about not that. Not
0: my style.
1: Children of Zeus did yeah. six shows in two days at the Jazz Cafe. What? Was it four or six shows? They They were doing, like, two or three shows a day. Yeah.
0: For me... That kind of takes a a huge part of why I would enjoy going to see live music in terms of if I have to sit at a table and not be able to get up and vibe.
1: Yeah, and like they were talking like at one point in one of their gigs, like someone like stood up off the table and was like dancing, right? not necessarily venue. around other people, but they, the no. venue was like, no 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 no, 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 sit back down, get back in no your seat. No fun for you. Like we don't want to get closed down. Blah blah. blah uh. Like, this is the new normal sense. though
0: unfortunately i don't i don't see things going back to um quote unquote how they used to be for quite a while and i just I don't know want a rave you,
1: man i just want one rave, man, man, I'll want rave. <laughs> <laughs> rave. Just one i'll be quiet for like a year man
2: what was the yeah. last gig you guys went to like, Who was the last person you saw before
0: before all Lockdown. this happened mm-hmm. Mine will probably have been... What year are we in? 2000? Oh, my God. <laughs> We're in 2020.
2: Still in 2020.
0: 2020 stays 2020. I didn't, haven't been to any shows this year.
1: The last gig oh, okay. he was supposed to come to, he never turned up. We oh, went to watch Tiana Major in twenty eight. No, 2019 in Hoxton. She had I a, think
0: I've been to a show since then. We had a
1: headline, she had a headline show there. He didn't come.
2: She's another one that's had a year and a half. Yeah, she's she's gone. Oh, my she's God. Finally, she's finally... Le- Signed to Motown,
1: <laughs> she's gone. She's gone. Like um, I, I couldn't be more happy for her. What's
2: the uh, last show that I went to? Oh my god. Did none of you go to Sir? No.
1: Nah. No. Okay. Um. I, the, I think the last show I probably went to is probably a children's zoo show. I saw them like six or seven times in the space of like. What is months. the last show that I went to? I'm gonna assume it was them for me. Because I don't I was on a run and then I stopped. When, going when for uh, a,
0: was Anderson uh, Pack the last show that I went to? Probably. It probably was.
1: Yo. Yeah, when we saw Anderson Pat for free in Brixton Academy. Yeah, yeah. probably do.
2: I I was that um, late last terrible.
1: year? No, that was like that two was... years ago. Oh my god, don't <laughs> <fooling laughs> talking twenty nineteen.
2: Two, maybe
0: three years ago. No, that's for him. For me, mine would have been last year.
2: Yeah,
0: no. Do you know what it is yeah? I get like invites to go to shows and sometimes I have like even like nice little hookups to go to places. When well, we went to see like.
1: Tiana Major, we all got tickets, we all agreed to meet. On the way here on the way there, the guy was like, oh I'm sitting at home with my feet up. Huh? And we was like, what? What do you mean? Like, oh, when you get there, let me know the vibe. <laughs> you weren't coming like, anyway. <laughs> why not just say you're not coming,
0: <laughs> bro? Why are you chatting shit for? All right, Ash, we've got that company. That's why we've got guests. <laughs> <laughs> no, to be fair, like, obviously, earlier, like, in my, my younger days, I was like, a frequent concert goer. But the older I've got, like, <laughs> I'm not even going to just attribute it to like certain shows yeah um you want to enjoy them with the rap type of company if that makes sense mm. so yeah, and sometimes that company isn't always I've like been to a lot of I'll probably say I don't enjoy going to see rap artists anymore <laughs> like yeah they don't really do it for me so I'd like the last concert I went to that I fully enjoyed was Erica Badu's 20th anniversary mm. show of um, Baduism.
1: Actually, no, I lied. That was probably the last go I went to. Not that. I went to see Jhene Ayako and Erika Badu at the O2. And they were bare late. I
2: was gonna say, uh, is that the one where Erica was late?
1: Yeah, she was mad late and like everything was closed by the time I left. Uh, like it was finished. I was wondering why people went, so I was like, they're still performing. Uh, and then when I got out, I was like, oh yeah, it's a Sunday night at the O2 and train stopped running
2: and etc, etc. So
0: yeah. But I would like obviously concerts to come back. I did have tickets to that lovers and friends show in fucking LA.
2: You're gonna fly to LA for that one?
0: I was going to fly but to L.A., But you can't LA, come but to
2: Tiana Major Nine. Just it's, do you standard. know what it
0: was, yeah? I was going to be in LA anyway, so it just oh, made okay, sense. Oh, okay, okay. I wasn't flying to LA specifically to see Usher and all of the other acts on the very long, long lineup. But yeah, no, that's... that like, For me now, if I'm going to go, I want to get that... Like, because the ticket prices for concerts now like, are like, phew, through the roof. So it's like, I want bang for my buck in it in terms of if I can pay, for instance... 80 to 120 and I get to see a bunch of artists that I fuck with as opposed to paying 40 pound to see some upstart no disrespect respect the grand respect the hustle nah
1: it depends who you're seeing because I've only paid more than 25 30 pound for one Do you know coins and in I, this London
0: are very hard I, to come across? And I was,
1: I was left thoroughly <laughs> disappointed. I paid forty-five English Not pounds to it. see Thundercat. Not doing and I was no. so mad.
0: No, yeah.
1: like I wanted to throw something at him. I, I wanted to be that guy in the crowd that was like, boo, boo, nigga, boo. <laughs> like get off the stage. You know when it's like such a self-indulgent performance from somebody? He blew the amp and the speakers because he was having way too much fun with his songs. And then the main songs that I wanted to hear, he didn't even play it anyway. So it was like, wait, I've wasted my time coming to West London after work, after a long day, and you're just up here high as fuck, just doing bare bass
0: solos and adding five minutes to every single song. No, Coins are too... Especially, think about it, yeah? Like, you look at the whole concert experience, yeah? If you're going with a babes, that's two tickets, and you pan. Then you got to have a little Young Wine... To enjoy the show, while you're... I'm yeah. like, a concert...
1: But you're, you're talking about a specific type of concert, though, because... I'm not... Got, like... You're, like, for example, you're, I get what you're saying. So if you're seeing, like, an Erica Clapton or somebody like that, you are going to pay 40, 50, 60 quid a ticket. If you're lucky. Like, Mary J. Blige, Faith Evans, luck- their tickets that's are, 90 pounds. Their tickets are mad expensive. I got an offer to see Maxo and Mary J. Blige, and it was like, oh, I'll do, like, 180 for the pair, oh, but that's huh? less than retail. And I was like, are you fucking mads? I'm not spending almost two hundred. So, what's the most you concert. spent
0: on a ticket to a show? The most. Uh, She's scratching it. I know you've been not, to see Drake before, right? Never. Okay. I spent.
1: I spent fifty quid, fifty or fifty-five quid to see someone. I think it was either, it was either that or the catch show. It was one of them, and that's why I was so mad because I was like, I this purposely don't I'll pay this much for shows. For actually, no, 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 no. The most I paid actually, I'm lying, was sixty quid to see DeAngela.
0: That, was oh, the, that would be worth and it that the Vanguard was, show
1: and that was still 100% worth it loads of people complained that he didn't do enough of Brown Sugar but for me that's top 3 live performances I've ever seen
0: Damn. the most I, I, mean, I paid for a show was £70 for the each for the Erica Ridley show but it was worth it yeah Erica's dope love. and she stayed on stage for nearly an hour and a half going on 2 hours and brought out Common and Omar yeah. and lots of other nice special guests. But.
1: Uh, Talib Kwali was there that night as well, I think, because mm-hmm. I saw Talib Kwali at,
0: at another venue.
1: Soul Rebels in Camden. Yeah, and he. And then he ran over there as well. Yeah,
0: yeah no, that's that. And even that, that was like, again, hotel for the night. So it's like. The whole... Yours is a whole
2: event, you know what I'm saying? That's a whole event.
0: Yeah, but, like, for me, I'm not going to, like... Obviously, unless I'm probably... I'm not going to concerts unless it's with the gang, in it. So, it's like... Yeah, I'm not going to, like, on a random Tuesday
2: night. Like, I'm not going to see... Last year, I spent too much on concerts. 'Cause you had Joe, you had who else came last year? All the US R and B guys came last year. They
1: always come over here because you know that's, that's where funny they can thing
2: get is, their so Obviously bags, obviously, like. like for you, you're getting
0: to enjoy that now. Whereas like mm. me, I was going to those shows in like oh five, oh six. Okay. So it's like for you, I, I fully understand but where I've been and like for me, the only artist that I would say that I would have loved to have seen that I haven't they're no longer with us. So it's like in terms MJ. of like MJ Prince, Whitney. Oh, okay. Like those type of caliber of artists, and like the artists that I grew up on, are 90% of them I've seen. So mm. it's like
2: mm-hmm.
0: my need to go and want to see live music isn't the same as it was maybe 10-15 years ago. And again, like I said, the price of these tickets <laughs> are not helpful. But yeah. I you're getting
1: so with you because of how you spend your money sometimes anyway. What? All I'm saying no, is spending saying money what? on live events that you're going to remember forever. Worth, is worth it. Well. Every time. I do you know how many people I've seen live in the last
0: three years? I'm, I was prolific.
1: Going, I was going to at least one or two gigs a
0: month, every month, for however long. Couldn't do it. What? I like KFC too much. I'm sorry, <laughs> but yeah.
2: <Wait. laughs> KFC... Live music experience.
0: you got to eat to live.
2: All right, cool. Enough said.
0: Ash shakes his head in disgust.
2: But yeah. I think the most I've ever spent on a ticket was for Beyonce. I won't say how much, but looking back, it's was stupid.
0: Was it worth it?
2: Oh, it was well worth it. I was close.
0: I've seen I- Beyonce. I didn't pay. I've seen Beyonce twice.
1: Hackney Weekend, though. not I
0: saw her party in the park. Mm. this was before Beyonce was even a solo act to be fair
1: nah Beyonce I, I've I, seen I, her
0: three times I'm lying I saw her Damn. at Urban Music Festival 2004 yeah. yeah that's yeah. when Crazy In Love had just for, for all her lackluster like, music that she puts out at times great performer she's an
1: amazing amazing performer I like I can't I can't say shit about her no
0: she she puts her foot in it in, in even the whole stage. Division. Yeah, the whole
1: structure, the setup, the sound, like everything, like it's wild. Hundred percent, I say
0: that. If you could pick one artist, like One Night Live, dead or alive, who would it be? Jesus Christ, that's a hard question. I oh know I hate you, MJ. Straight you know for what it is yeah, that's the slack for me the default answer it is the default answer but I'm answer. not so going to lie I don't really I would you don't want like for me <laughs> just to be different
2: uh-huh.
0: I would like to see the original Temptations live that was next night. on my oh, list
2: okay you're getting there <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah
0: cause they well shit
1: all of them are dead you know. Otis is the oh, only one <laughs> <laughs> ain't
0: nobody coming to see you Otis <laughs> nobody coming to see you Otis the <laughs> <laughs> Without David Ruffin, the Temptations are nothing! <laughs> yeah, no, I would like to see the original Temptations. And probably Marvin Gaye. That would be my two.
1: Yeah. Yeah, like, I say, like, I would have loved to see, like, Smokey Robinson in his prime. Because this shit he's doing as an old artist, I don't want to see. That gangbanging song, one. Sorry? Oh.
2: Have you not heard this one? Ash, pull it up. Pull it wearing? up. Not Smokey Robinson. Smokey, Smokey Robinson. Smokey, I hear your yo.
0: And you know Smokey ain't even, like, like aged much. So it's just a I mad t- optic. I still
1: don't know if this is a skit. So, for concepts they... He's got his chucks and a crease.
2: Who forced him to wear that hoodie?
0: <gasps> Gang banging. This is like an off-the-school special.
2: <laughs> Gang banging. This ain't it. This ain't it.
0: I'm not gonna lie, yeah. Smokey pen some of the most, the most You <laughs>
1: reduced him to this shit, fam, man.
0: I'm not here for that, man. That, I need a word with whoever was involved in that. No, that's terrible. And that came out in July. It's
2: been a that's long definitely,
0: year. That's definitely after school special. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and that—that that was the other thing I would say with him being old. There's footage of him doing a live show, trying to be sexy. And it is fucking hilarious. <laughs> he looks like he can just about reach his knees. like, And he's doing this little jump round in a circle. And I'm like, bro, just, Dead it's it, cool. So, so it's not
0: for you, man. It's like, just, you know, for me, like... It's, it's not for it's, everyone. It's, it's like, there's a... Um, we always have this debate about, mm. like, artists that are able to transition, like, into post-popularity well. And obviously, touring's a big part of that. But obviously, during lockdown, we've kind of had to come a lot more familiar with this whole live versus... Do you think after, obviously, outside opens up properly, we're going to be forced to embrace a lot more of this in, like, a live capacity?
2: Um... No, I think you can't replace that experience of seeing your favourite artist in front of you and then getting familiar with them, knowing their tour dates, being like, I'm going to go see you in this city and in that city, and that excitement of having them there. Like For me personally, this whole live thing where they're performing in their house, it was still a bit disconnected for me. So I just didn't get to grips with some artists and and their come up through things like this. So, nah, I think... So like, for instance, mm -hmm. not even
0: like... The older artists that like maybe not as willing to go out and do a twenty city tour, but just as like a like the Gladys Knight, Patty Lee type vibes, I think that would be something that you can kind of package and yeah, definitely. Think I think gonna... depending on how this like goes, a nice auditorium.
1: Over the next year or so, like some nice lighting. I feel like the verses battles have been like a real highlight of oh yeah, 100%. COVID, Like for multiple reasons, some really good, some not the so good. The memes during the Teddy Rally were oh some of the hardest laughs
2: oh I've had oh my God. in <laughs> a very
1: very long time. You, you know what? Just just to touch on that since we're doing that topic. So to make it clear, right? They both make taught all this humble shit or whatever mm-hmm. Teddy Riley and Babyface are conceited assholes
2: like <laughs> real Tankerous.
1: real cantankerous old assholes that in the nicest when, possible when way. Babyface got out his guitar Teddy <laughs> Riley's <laughs> eyes <laughs> I'm gonna kill this motherfucker <laughs> 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 that disappeared off the street for <laughs> half an hour to get his keyboard connected <laughs> <laughs> and then they did he separate like, lines he was like
0: styling on me nigga <laughs> You're going to get these keys. <laughs> and it's like, obviously, you remember, he had the um the backup dancer. Oh, yeah, my God. the backup dancer was killing me, man. <laughs> like, his energy, like, I'm not going to lie. Like, I, I would Brilliant. like to see what he his has for was... breakfast. I need that. I'm going to need that. Yeah, that first
1: one was a mess because Teddy wanted to promote his platform. And then the second one was less of a mess, but Teddy's Wi-Fi was moving brazy. Like, well, I'm just... glad
0: they've, like I said, they've obviously moved it towards, like, we meet up. Yeah, we'll in make person. This an event. Yeah, I'm not mad at
1: it. Like, I I like the concept. I feel like there's more to come from it, and it can get better. And it's given me so many belly laughs, like Fab and Kiss. Yeah, like <laughs> 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 like when things open up again, I'm getting Jada drunk, bro. Like because yeah, oh that, yeah was a a shit show from Fab. Because the thing is, yeah, Fab's mad corny and super fruity and all these other diss words you can throw at him. But Fab was meant to be the guy. Fab can rap. Fab can rap very well, in fact. But he does so much corny R&B type shit with his rap. And that's not that R&B is corny, but what he's doing musically is very, very corny. And it's like, Fab also has street shit. So... For me, I assumed naturally that Fab was going to win purely out of popularity. And Kiss was like, no, well, I'm giving all up. my street shit and Stop. then I'm going to give you a couple R&B joints too. And then I know you've already lost and I'm going to make the DJs play the Freestyle Friday shit where I know
0: mine was better than yours. than yours. <laughs> it was a sad, it was a sad <laughs> night, man. Like, for me, yeah, as a... Like- as much as I rate Kiss, like I've had my, my right, periods of time too. where like I just couldn't fuck with Jada Kiss. No, nah, like, there was no a good money. two three year period. Yeah, like, where I just Kiss he, was, like some wasn't bullshit, hitting man. for me, and it's like Fab was during that period consistent soul tape one, soul tape two, yeah, soul tape yeah, yeah, yeah. three, and it's like now Fab's kind of like reached that not even like he's taken a nosedive musically, and it's like I've been waiting for Souls way too for like, Over a decade, and we're supposed to get
1: Young OG too as well, which is all supposed to be R and B samples.
0: Yeah, it's like I don't know where, like how, like it's not that it's ruining my like my like his placement because he was never like a top ten like rap artist for me, but it's just like everything he's doing now is not adding to the legacy; it's taken away from it, which is sad to say. But like, I don't want to like look forward or look not look forward to seeing what you post on Instagram I want to look forward to your next I had to unfollow Fab <laughs> <laughs>
1: after that <laughs> I'm, I'm sick of him nah it's all the outfits man the start of the beginning of the end was the anklet that was the beginning of the end for me following Fab on any form of social media like and since then it's just got worse and worse like some somebody sent me a picture of Fab the other day and you know what his outfit looked like do you remember Tron? Yeah. And they've got the light suits. The light suits That's yeah. what it looked like he was wearing. I was like, nah. This the funniest is a thing is, yeah, like there. if you
0: actually like, I, was, I still follow him, like he'll do like unboxing of the most awkwardly coloured like, like outfits or train, like he'll get sent packages. Yeah, and something wild. Opening the box. Matches. And he'll be like, like laying them out and it's like, so you actually think <laughs> this is You actually think this is good. You're not being forced <laughs> oh, to God. wear this. You actually think
1: this is good. You think you're doing something.
0: Yeah. Obviously, we're coming to like the end of 2020. And it's been what we would like to call a very interesting year. What have been your standout moments musically?
1: Um, All of the Versus Battles have been standout moments. But album-wise, there's actually been a lot. It's probably going to take me a minute to go through all of them.
0: I'm glad you mentioned that because we did skip past something that I I know you wanted to talk about.
1: Yeah, no, I was going to save it where I was going to go on like a little five-minute rant about it Yeah, just to make sure people understand what I'm talking about. Cool. Um, Griselda this year, hey. I've liked, I've really liked everything that they've dropped apart from Armani Caesar's album and Boldy James' album was a bit... He's just mad boring. I don't like Baldy James. He's mad boring, but Alchemist Productions. He,
0: he's um, what we'd like to call one of those super lyrical underground... He's not even super... He's, he's not boring. super lyrical. He's, oh. very, he's very monotone. Boring. Very, very, very boring, monotone. Boring, like, boring. Boring James he brings what they energy no call him.
1: Energy to I played Baldy
0: James in the car on the way off the... Um, what tape was it with... The price of tea in
1: China. Oh, the one with Westside.
0: Yeah, and my mom was like, "Who is this?" I was like, "His name is Baldy James." He's, my mom was like, "He's just so lifeless." I was he like, is lifeless. No. Oh, like that. Like I can't describe it in any other. And like he's not the worst thing about it. He's not rapping over like shit. Like he's rapping over like what we would like to for the most ex- part ex- top exquisite beats. Yeah. And it's like you add no flavor, no sauce, no. And I don't like shitting on rappers, but. Yeah, he's a snooze So
1: Yeah, Griselda. um, Benny the Butcher drops Burden of Proof, which for me was just a Rockefeller peak album. Like, I've seen so many people trash it. Oh, hip boy shit. Blah, 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 blah. As far as I'm concerned, unless you're one of those people that doesn't want to hear anything nostalgic, which is fine, by the way. If you don't want to hear that, then cool. Like, you don't need to whatever, innit? But there's no way of somebody that, if you were a fan of that era of music, that you can't like That's this album. Sure. And the thing is, a lot, of, a lot of people, a lot of even some hip-hop people that I respect are like, yeah, but I wanted something harder or whatever. Like, the intro to Burden of Proof was like an, a hove intro. Mm-hmm. Like, I've got zero complaints about that album, except... I think there was one song I didn't like, maybe. Or maybe that was Kanye's album. Um... I oh, no, I could have done without Little Wayne and Big Sean on "Timeless" because like Benny it. smoked the fuck out of both of them. I like it. I
0: like it a lot.
1: No, I like the single. I still really like the
0: song, but Benny smoked both of them. Yeah, he did. How does he make Little Wayne and Big Sean sound like they can't flow on beat? But the funniest thing is their verses weren't even bad. It's just he was way above, back, way, 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 way above, above them.
1: Um, but yeah, uh, Benny. So Benny, Conway, Westside likes all the shit they dropped. Um, we're probably we're, speaking a
0: foreign language you straight
1: right? over know, my head that's why I'm trying to just get it out of the way <laughs> like, no, go off go off um, who else um, there's a guy called cartoons who's a producer primarily he put an album out that was great that was one of my favourite albums um, I'll say a couple more before I pass over um, Terrence Martin Robert Glasper and 9th Wonder did a group Soulful called- Claps did, a, <laughs> did a, a a group called uh, Dinner Party and they released two projects. They released the first one, Dinner Party, and then they released the remix version, the Dinner Party Dessert, and that version is sick. Like, I've got a couple of tracks on there that I've just had on repeat since they dropped. Um, other than that, who else did I really like? I liked Anch- Action Brunson's album. Um it wasn't for me. Yeah, and that's cool. Like, Action Brunson is one of those guys, yeah, that... Who's that always said it? Rob Percy always says it, yeah. Um, That he's like... I think he's like the most pointless rapper ever. Oh. And I was like, do you know what? (laughs) He has a point. I'm not going to disagree with you, but I like his music. Mm. I can't tell you what he offers or what he brings, but I like it. It's very descriptive. um, Yeah. I don't know. I've got more, but you guys come run. Ladies.
2: I mean... This is gonna be pure R and V. I that's don't have fine, any no, like. That's
0: really fun. So.
2: I bet, um P J Morton I'm did the piano I album. Didn't mention that. The P J Morton one. Yeah.
1: Didn't really Amazing. listen to it too tough, you know. Did you not? It's been one of, you know, like you have artists here where their name's there and it's like, you know, I need to go and finish listening to what they have. Yeah. I know P J Morton's dope, but I just haven't I just haven't done it. Like, I just mm. haven't delved in properly. Like, okay. Like, I, I've just got no personal. reason or excuse or nothing. Yeah. Like, I just haven't
2: delved in properly, yet. It's beautiful. A beautiful body of work. Um, I'm such a fangirl for Tiana Major 9, and At Sixes and Sevens was... That album's
1: fucking harder. Stella. Yeah. Just... Still, it was no surprise to me that she... Do you know what the funniest quality, thing is, right. yeah?
0: I was, like, after her previous project, I was a bit... I wasn't expecting... Like, I was a bit skeptical. You weren't I, sure where she was going. to Yeah, go, I wasn't, wasn't sure what lane she was gonna jump in, because I know she has an ability to do the earthy stuff, yeah, and that obviously the Earth the Gang. Earthy stuff. yeah <laughs> so I <was> like earthy. <laughs> like the Earth Gang type vibes, isn't it? And it's okay. like that's not really where I wanted. it. And I'm glad she kind of stuck to her own vibe with the the, the project. But
2: facts, yeah. So her, um, Jack James had overseas, which I think is gonna launch him very very far. Um, who else that we haven't really mentioned that's been good this year?
0: I know what R&B album I've been banging out constantly.
2: Go off. I probably need to search my phone, um, my Spotify for this. I've
0: been, I don't know, it probably speaks to my year in in in, in a lot of ways. Sean Stockman's album has been on constant. Yeah, R&B. do you
1: know what, when you were talking about it, I want to checked it and I was like... Mm. I don't know what I think, it is, about. I think, like you're saying, like the kind of mood and the vibe you're in yeah. and all of that rolls into it. I listened and I was just kind of, yeah, it's cool, but it's, it's...
0: Do you know, it's easy listening in terms of, like, for me, I don't necessarily, like... like where I am, it's like, I don't want an album that's going to take me to a million places. It's like how I'm consuming music at the moment kind of lends to the fact that I want to be able to just put you in... And not necessarily have to flick through. Just let it run from top to bottom. Mm-hmm. And it was like where I needed to be mm-hmm. at that specific time. And I enjoy it. And I've been going back to it quite regularly. Is it J Howell? One second.
1: Yeah, I think it is J Howe that you're talking about. I've been, I'm have sure you posted one of his songs before. Yeah, I've
0: been rinsing him as well. Uh Sorry. rinsing it, yeah he's obviously he had an album the back end of two thousand and nineteen called Red Room, but he's released like quite a few um singles this year and he um he had an acoustic version of the Red Room, which again for someone of his his vocal abilities was very very dope to listen to on a rap tip, I'm not gonna lie. Burden of Proof is probably my album of the year.
1: Yeah, same.
0: Freddie um, Gibbs and Mad Lib, probably a close second.
1: Yeah, I liked that. Was was that this year? Or was that last year?
0: That might have been last year. I feel album, like that was last year. Freddie Gibbs and Alchemist was this year. <laughs> yeah, Freddie Gibbs and Alchemist. Alfredo. Same. Yeah, Alfredo. Alfredo. that was this year. Sorry, I can't cross you.
2: No, you're all good. Um, I was literally just going to say, I was going to move to a bit of Afrobeats because for me, Made in Lagos was... Fabulous. You're speaking of
0: foreign languages. Is to that me. nah?
2: You know, like to oh. be fair.
0: <laughs> to be fair, like in terms of Afrobeats, I've never really dug into projects. Mm-hmm. But what I've heard from the Burner album and the Wizkid album, I'm not mad at.
1: I didn't like Burner's album at all. At I've been told, at all. No. I just. I don't like his sound. His I just don't like nothing about him.
0: <laughs> I'm I crying.
1: I just don't. I so you know when someone just doesn't resonate with you, and he's one of those people for me. Um, Wizkid, I know is supposed to his project's supposed to be good, but I haven't actually listened to it. Like I said, it's not something I'm ever that style of music. I'm never ever gonna run to. Mm-hmm. But I guarantee you, there's stuff that I've heard that I like, yeah, and yeah, I'm like, yeah. oh, actually, when i out afterwards that was or someone else.
0: Burner on features of other people. He always smokes it for me, mm. and it's like. I don't know why I've just not gone and listened to even the project before this that was everyone was ranting around. African and
2: Giant? You've never actually listened to African Giant?
0: I didn't like it either. So I, don't, I don't feel like you're missing out on
1: anything. Like As in you, knowing your taste, oh, I don't okay. think you're missing out on it.
0: I don't know. Like, It's a weird one for me because, like I said, I'm normally mm-hmm. that guy that listens to everything. Like I, I have a very broad palate when it comes to music. I personally don't think you'd like it. But yes, you do have a broad palette. Um, I listen to you know the, the 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 new rapper that no one's heard before, that no one cares about. <laughs> like I've heard them, and I can tell whether or not they're gonna make it to the next like the next level. Yeah. So it's like for me, like even this year with like all of the the babies and the little babies and I
2: can't.
0: yeah, it's been difficult. It's been a shit show. It, that
2: that's what music. I was gonna say. For me, that like the little babies, the Gunner, the, mm. I can't. For me, that's just noise, pure noise that sounds fuck the same. With,
0: um, what's the one? I can't remember. The Box Guy, Roddy oh, Rich, Roddy Rich. Roddy
2: Rich. <laughs> the Box Guy. <laughs>
1: Do you know what? I don't really like any of them particularly. But like Gunner, for example, is on Wiley's new single, and I really like the single, and I like what Gunner did on it too. Mm-hmm. But I don't check for none of that really. I'll listen to. Like, when people proper, proper hype it up, I'll wait and then I'll actually go and check it and then be like, yeah, this still ain't for me. Like, I don't like future. I don't. Oh, God, so no. All of that style of music to me is just low quality music. It's one level. It's, it's like, there's, level. every now and again, there's a song that I'm like, I actually know. All right. You know, all know right. What? Here's I mean, what I'm like
0: going to say in response but. to that. Mm. For every peak of the mountain, you need a valley. <laughs> the future is the valley to the peak. <laughs> That's nice. Huh? It's the truth. You can't, like, for me, it's not, like you said, it's low quality of music, but it has a, its place. It
1: has a place and, and it works I, for a lot I of people it. and I ain't mad at it. It's just not for me. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. I feel like it's, like, across the board, like, genuinely just, there's nothing about it that's like, for me, that's like, oh, okay, this is really good or this is high quality or this has something special
0: about it. But you It also has a place, have to take it has a mood, it has a vibe and... We're, we're, we're no longer you know the mean? primary focus point of artists when they're making their music. We're not who they're targeting anymore.
1: But yeah, but it depends on who the artists are. <laughs> I agree with you in the sense of, like, a popular music yep yeah. yeah. And trap and drill and trap r It's R&B
0: becoming and like et cetera, you know, et cetera, but. All right. I'm 33.
2: Mm.
0: I didn't ever feel there would be a point where I began... And I, like, kind of, like, like I said, I, do my my Googles I'm beginning to get to that point where I'm feeling as if
2: I'm becoming somewhat out of touch Is that because of the amount, like the quantity of artists coming yeah, out? Yeah, it's or?
0: really really difficult to stay on top of the amount of that, like, because everyone has mixtapes and videos on YouTube, mm-hmm. with a thousand million streams and it's like I just don't have the time to invest into like niggas that I don't know I don't want to come across as ignorant but it's like every week there's like a new popping trend or sound or it's not even a sound it's just like I just don't care
2: so does that speak to the quality of the stuff that's coming out then Because but
0: the funniest thing is about it I will say that but then the quality will end up reaching me eventually so it's like I'm still attached I'm just Mm. not at the source anymore so it's like before like maybe five years ago I would spend the majority of my time on Southland looking for new artists, mm-hmm. whereas now it's just like if you're good you'll i'll you'll find me, whereas before I'd be like, who is that and who did they work with, and like what's next and now nah, I just don't have the
2: time. So no one's grabbing you anymore. none of these artists are just r and b's kind of like
0: more staple in it, and a lot of the time. If I can't find new R and B, I'll just dip back in the old playlists and just rock out. On the R and B, no, like
1: although he's still hit and miss, he's one of my more favourite R and B artists that put out shitloads of material. Eric Bellinger, he's put out like five singles in the last six months or something like that. And they're all hard. I actually hope when he gives us another project that is hopefully not like another thirty-song project or something, <sighs> that it's actually just of.
0: Seeing as I'm in a room with R&B of adults, where the fuck is LA or El Hay or whatever you want to call him, working oh, on please.
1: his album and being depressive and watching anime. Oh, That's sad. where he's at. I have another question. He dropped a single earlier this year, if I remember correctly.
0: Where is 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 Belly? I couldn't answer that question for you. Oh. I I don't have one for you
2: there. So no, no, no answer here.
0: I might have to go and do more googles because I'm like I wouldn't say I'm a fan, but I was expecting to hear something because it's been a while since he's put out. Mm. Me? But yeah, um,
1: I've got some other highlights before I go on my rant. Go ahead. <laughs> um, single a single for me that just hit for me. I think because of the subject matter and this catches like... Anderson Pack lockdown.
2: Oh, that I was feel planned. like
0: that because of you skipped over your guy as well. I feel like who's my guy? Which one? Um, um, Buster. Oh, hmm?
1: Buster! because Buster. nah, Buster's album was just cool to me. That's why. like, it was. It's worth hearing because it's like I think for somebody that hasn't put an, an album out for eleven years, it's a decent listen. And I like Buster anyway. If Buster puts something out, I'm going to listen to it. Mm. And I like the fact that he went back to the same sound that he had for Extinction Level event one. one. He went back to Nuts. I would have liked to hear more DJ Scratch. Scratch has only got one or two joints in there. The premier joint was great. Most of Knott's stuff was pretty good. Um, and I, it was a solid effort, but I think when I first listened to it, I was like, yeah, this is really, really good. And then when I listened to it the second time, I was like, it's not quite as good as I thought it was, but it's still a... That was album. my
0: overwhelming thought in terms of the first time I listened to it, I ran through it quickly. I was like, yeah, this is dope. And then I went back to it and said, was like, yeah, maybe the nostalgia was a bit...
1: Yeah, I, I definitely felt that when I listened to it again, like multiple times. Um, but yeah, Anderson .Paak's Lockdown, I think it's just a dope single. The remix is dope as well. And it's just, I think after doing um, jewels with Timberland with the bullshit... Voice effects on it and that. Here in lockdown again, it's like, okay, this song is like definitely one of the best songs that came out this year. And I think it's something that snuck under the radar to an extent. It did. Oh,
2: thanks.
1: Um, <laughs> Sinead Harnett has had a couple of singles recently that have been dope. Can't wait for her um, album to come out. She's working on that album now. She's somebody else I'm going to chase if, up for what, an interview again. What,
0: what, what do you think it is with her that is stopping her connecting?
1: I don't think there's anything stopping her connecting. The only reason I say I don't think there's anything stopping her connecting is because she fits in this space between like R&B and pop and she will go on tour with Peak Tongue and Rudimental and shit. But then she gives us like real, real R&B. Mm-hmm. But then she's out there enough to be... She's been in America for months, like working on an album. And it's like, okay, so you're obviously not like going broke trying to record your album or anything. You have some kind of backing or whatever Mm. and when she drops stuff people check for it it's like yeah i don't know i just think she's between the two worlds because if you look back to i don't know however many years ago um oh fuck what's his name man it's nick something another rapper from forest gate raps with barney and all of that
0: i know who you're talking about nick not brewer it mm-hmm. Is
1: Nick Brewer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When Nick Brewer was signed mm-hmm. and he put out a pop single, she did the hook on it. And I was like, This shit's trash. <laughs> like this is proper nasty packaged pop shit. Yeah. But then obviously over the years she's found her own lane and actually put out what she wants to put out. But mm-hmm. um yeah, I think she's in her space. I don't think she like I'm sure she might say like I could do with more album sales or more shows mm-hmm. or whatever, but I feel like she's in quite a good space.
0: Cleo Soul's album was a good Cleo
1: Soul's album was dope. That was very, very dope. Um, He asked me, uh, Steve Aronson, who a lot of people may not know, and I'm going to introduce you to you now. Steve (laughs) Aronson was the lead singer of Slave, um, a soul slash R&B group from like... Slave was like 80s. And their two main singles have been sampled to fuck over the years. And he put out an album so I'm getting into my nerd bag now, on Stones Throw Records, um, which meant that he worked with knowledge and people like that in terms mm-hmm. of production. So it's a very up-to-date sounding album, and it's dope. Um, someone else who, I don't know, I don't really feel like I should be promoting their stuff right now for one reason or another, but Life is a West London rapper. Oh, wow. He's dope. Um, <laughs> he's super dope. Like, he just, he just makes sick music. Yeah. Like, I can't... Nokia. I can't deny it. Like, he makes very, very good music, and I'm waiting for his stuff to come out. Um, Friend and of the show. Another couple guys um, <laughs> that I want to mention and their projects. Um, there's a guy called Bob Rock, who I got put into randomly, like, last month. He's got an album called A Peace of Mind, and it's, like, soul pain rap. Like, that's mm-hmm. the only way I can describe it. Like, top to bottom. I sent it to these guys, but I mm-hmm. bet you they didn't listen to it. Um, don't do that. Again, um, we've got
0: company. <laughs> like, Did you that? Bear in mind, I,
1: <laughs> I've made a real recommendation on this one uh-huh. as well, you know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: like
1: I even gave them the zip before the thing was on streaming so Do you know, know what the funny is?
0: thing about it is, yeah? I've got the zip on my computer, but I just oh haven't double-clicked.
1: Um, Yeah, there's another guy called... I don't even know how you pronounce it. I don't know if it's like Chill, or Chill, He's done an album, one of my favorite producers at the moment, uh, Eric G. Um, he's been about for years. Yes. Um, and he's actually, that will bring me on to the last two things I mentioned so we can wrap it up. During the whole COVID thing, he's been selling beat tapes, but literally like hundreds of beats. I have probably bought for a decent price as well because I've hustled him. I've seen other people get quoted mad
0: prices and I was like, no, 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 no. So you've been buying beat tapes? I've on been buying life. beat
1: tapes. I've probably bought like, and there's somebody else, um, another producer that I know that, we both like him, innit? So we split the tape cost. Because <laughs> <laughs> he was like, oh, he quoted me $50. And I was like, no, I told him £30 and he was like, come, split that. <laughs> um, I hope
0: Eric G isn't listening.
1: Nah, it's cool, bro. Um, I've... Honestly, no exaggeration, I've got about 500 beats of him this year.
0: Jesus Christ.
1: He's put out four installments of one series, which was like 100 beats, 100 beats, 86 beats, 50 beats or whatever. Um, and yeah, his stuff's dope. So I just felt like with the whole COVID thing, he's done this album with this guy, put it out, album's dope. They've got the second one ready already. And he's like, yeah, I'm just going to put it out, fuck it, no. I was like well in this climate why not? why not like I know for you for example you're saying you haven't been listening to music because you've been driving mm. more and working and stuff where somebody like me who's working I will listen to music while I'm working like I have that option um, so him and Lyric Jones is a female rapper and she is she's dope first of all anyway but she fits like a certain tone and Fonte executive produced her album and it just sounds very very cohesive so mm-hmm. depending on where you know Fonte from you might know him from Little Brother for the rap side or you might know him throwing from Foreign exchange. exchange for the singing side they had a
0: project over innit
1: depending on who you ask uh, no Nicolet dropped something Nicolet, it was Nicolet. himself he dropped a new project I think but not Foreign exchange. Exchange um, and yeah I think that was it in terms of the other stuff that dropped but now is the point that I really wanted to talk about drum and roll please I'm, I'm sorry because it's not R&B related at all Now we're good like but rapper of the year for me was neck and neck for a period of time
0: it was close I'm not gonna say that it he stole it he
1: stole it you haven't listened to the newest one the newest one I think is gonna push you over the edge but there's been four or five claims for the throne this year I think in terms of how well people are rapping you've got Benny the Butcher like without a doubt Ransom Conway 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 Freddie. Freddie Gibbs, and still I'd still tag in Rest Five Nine, even though he was like towards the back end of, of 2019 year. and early 2020. I think those are the guys that have been rapping at the highest level over the last consistently year or so. As well. Yeah, and consistently, whether it's a feature, whether it's their own shit, whatever, like just been buddying and everything. Um, so Ransom is obviously somebody that we know of from school times. So you've got 18 with Ransom and Hitchcock, Desert you've got Storm. all the Desert Storm, DJ Clue stuff, all the mixtapes over the years. And then in like the last five years, he's like it's like he had a little mini resurgence of whether it's he fell back in love with music or people started picking back on I or think whatever. it was
0: more to do with obviously the producer driven albums. that mm. like it kind of kick started it. So he had the project with
1: He had static selector. Static
0: Selector. And then from there he's just kinda like because like I said, Ransom's always been a rapper that are fucked with heavy. Like yeah. Pain and Glory, One and Two, Street Cinema. So like he's given us music consistently over the years. But mm-hmm. in terms of like what you would associate Ransom with, early Ransom compared to what you're talking and how you're talking about him now, it's not worlds apart because he can always hold his own, but he's put himself into that final frontier like for me to sit here i would never have like it beyond thought of like sitting here and putting ransom in the same conversation as rest Five 59 to me bonkers it, it yeah but if you listen to his recent output it's difficult to say he doesn't deserve a seat at that table innit? not
1: it yeah in fact i just looked up when he for me it, it started it would have been about 2013 2014 he dropped Pain and Glory, the album. So he had Pain and Glory, the mixtapes, and then he dropped a proper album. And then from that point, he's got Pain and Glory, the album. Um, I think there was one album that was Best Rapper Alive.
0: Words. Yeah, that's the, the hit
1: for me up there. <laughs> um, History of Violence was another good project. There was one that I think was called 5%, something along those lines that was dope too. And then this year, he's put out four projects with someone called Nicholas Craven, a producer from Canada. And when it first came out, it was like this whole director's cut scene crime scene type vibe to it and the first one dropped and I was like alright cool like this is dope Ransom's rapping very very well the beats are suiting him and then the second one dropped and I was like alright this one's better than the first one so like even more so and for me the beats improved as well because a lot of it is like horror themed and very graphic yeah mix of like movie samples and soul samples and stuff and then director's cut scene three drops and I was like shit to me this is even better than one and two already and at this point you've already got a million and one quotables throughout the whole year and you've stayed at this high high level consistently through and then now they just dropped the deleted scenes uh one which is part four i believe and i think there might even be more on the way which is even better than everything else to me like it's actually ridiculous to try and keep up with what he's saying and what he's doing now and it's like, I've seen, this is the first time I've probably seen him engage with people so much on social media mm-hmm. as well. And it's like, he said it straight, like, yeah, I've been the best rapper this year. Everyone should feel that way anyway. But he's like, I am the best rapper, like,
0: right now. 2020's man.
1: And I can't deny him. Oh. The stuff he's doing, I like, I urge everybody that listens to rap music and likes pain or soul in their rap and all that kind of stuff to go and listen to it. Because the stuff he's doing, nobody else is doing. Like Burden of Proof is still probably like my album mm-hmm. of the year. But in terms of how well somebody's rap, like Ransom just nicks it from Benny for me. And yeah, I think there's only more to come. And also, shouts to Ransom because I asked him earlier if he would come on our show. And he said yes. So <laughs> yeah. You're, you're welcome by the way, guys. You're welcome, you're welcome.
0: We <laughs> you got a building link, you know
1: so can um, build? yeah hopefully we get a little zoom call in with ransom and talk about the stuff he's been doing because like i made a joke about it when um he was talking about like how he doesn't sleep and all of this mad stuff like genius hours and that and i posted the mj meme from the last dance in it it was like oh i took it personal and he was like, <laughs> and he was like no 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 like that's exactly how i think and wow. it just made me realize that how? like to be performing at such a high level whether you're on the court or in music or whatever i feel like you've got to be
0: like a little bit of a psychopath (laughs) no like it's proper like it's magic because they say your best that you look at creatives it's like your best work comes from the most obscure places or like when we would be resting their brains are Yeah, like 2, 3am, like
1: all of a sudden these ideas are sparking and also something with Ransom as well is that the whole Joe Biden thing, like for the people that have listened to Ransom stuff know that there was a huge beef with them for however long. So to see them both kind of go full circle this many years later of Mm -hmm. Joe Joe Biden obviously being a huge podcaster... And then we ransom mainly,
0: having we was we were so close to having an episode where we didn't mention Joe Biden.
1: Yeah, <laughs> nah, it's cool. I don't. I don't, you know, I don't even listen to the podcast anymore. Not really. You don't fuck with I it. I haven't. Really? I haven't. I think I've listened to like one episode in like six months. Oh wow! I just I want to listen back to it now because they've got more guests and stuff, and they've gone back to their Original. actual independent thing. But yeah, just for me as a fan of music and also of them to see them go full circle and ransom in twenty twenty having probably the best year in rap he's ever had. Like is insane it's to me. Insane, insane.
0: Like, like I said, it's mad because, like I said, if you would have said this to me in two thousand and six when I was bumping pain and glory one, that it would have been incomprehensible. But here we are. The world is a strange place. If anything, twenty twenty has taught us that, like, like 2020 nothing states twenty twenty. Nothing is is beyond the realms of, of, of comprehension. That's what it's taught me. Yeah. I'm taking Thanks. one day at a time. <laughs> 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 so like, it's like, even like, for instance, this week alone, we've had... Lord. What, Monday, we had... What did we have on Monday? Someone was wilding on Monday.
1: Uh, I don't even remember. It Monday was Trillery
0: that was wilding on Monday. We've
1: had, yeah, Trillery and Nolay in the same week. We've had Hedy and Tion in the same week. We've had Dutch today.
2: Notes. I'm not gonna say nothing about notes. that. You notes. You
1: notes. Yeah, but like in comparison, it's like. No, but like, it's just like. There's just shit going on, though.
0: There's some fuckery popping off, and it's like, if it's not like Megan and Tori, it's this person. Why can't we just all get along? Like, that's. Yeah. Life's very short. Indeed. It's, 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 Indeed. It's, ultimately what we should cherish every day we have but yeah we've kind of come to the end of the show we do have a little segment that we do have obviously the um breaks breaks playlist
1: i wasn't even gonna do that um yeah do you know what that playlist needs to be updated i haven't updated it in months but Um, yeah um, i'm gonna tell you my song to put in there now ransom and ransom again eyes wide shut off of uh deleted scenes that dropped this week that like I like the whole project anyway, but that is my favourite right now. Like there's so many quotables in it. Like I literally listened to it on repeat for like an hour cycling to work.
0: Just picking up all of the bars, like. Um, I was gonna put an older song on there. I did wanna put um I come across here, the um Gentleman Ruffin album a couple of weeks ago. And um there's a lot of quality music on there. Um, if you have a spare hour, um, check that out. But I'm going to go for... Um, it's not necessarily new, but mine by Alex Isley and Jack Ban. Yeah. What Isley's is this is segment? Sick. You have to explain this
2: to basically, me. Basically,
0: we pick some uh, song that we... Basically Either hear.
1: new, or it can be new or it can be old, but something that you really like that you think people should hear. And we kind of... Bounce
0: back and forth. You have you know, a whole like
2: show dedicated. Dedicated to this. I know no, that's why in my head. I'm like, what do I want? I think masego dropped earlier um, a couple days ago, and there's a lovely, lovely 112 flip in there. If you like nineties flips. Um so I'd say you like nineties flips, but we don't like 112. Oh no, right.
1: It's alright, so I'm sure the song's dope, but just one twelve overrated. Sorry,
2: Shaq. But listen to Bye Felicia, by Masego. That's gonna be my.
0: Yeah, I like Masego. Anyway. Name,
2: but, oh, he's amazing on the sax. Um,
0: thanks for coming through. If you want to tell the people where they can find you, at once more.
2: Um, you can find me on all socials. That Melis D. That's D E E. You know, um, follow me on Twitter and Instagram so you can get some good music reviews in your life. Keep very you up good
0: music reviews. T-
2: thank you very much. Keep you up to date with the latest in UK R and B, UK near Soul, and Soul. I
1: would say you could find us on socials, but Twitter have suspended our podcast Twitter account with with no words whatsoever. I appealed it almost two weeks ago and I ain't heard shit, so I'm going to highlight them again, but we are BRL underscore podcast at Insta and Twitter. Obviously, neither of them have been particularly active recently, but we're looking like we're kind of back now. I mean, you can always follow me and talk to me about music, man's Ash Page, you know, feel free. I'm going to be promoting the fuck out of whatever we do on fleet. On um, fleet. On fleet. Put those um, <laughs> fleets out there with music so people can't say, oh, why didn't you tell me about this or that?
0: Yeah, and um, you can find me at Riz Explains All. Don't come and talk to me about music. <laughs> <laughs> Don't follow me. Don't talk to me. Don't say nothing. Leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um, if you've got some, some um, nice R&B that you want to send my way, and also, if you would like to make an appearance on the show, we are open to to having some guests of a yeah, musical.
1: Definitely, there's some people that are wanting to get on before that we haven't got on for one reason or another. So reach out to them. And there's other people I'm gonna chase as well because yeah,
0: they but should yeah, be on the show. I've had fun, guys. I've New
1: had great space on that.
0: Yeah. New space on that. It's comfortable in here. <laughs> nice, nice. I like
1: this up. I like this up. But
0: well, yeah, um, thanks for listening, guys, and we'll see you soon. Peace. Yeah, peace.